Hello, friend. This is evangelist Mike McCurry. You're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio program, and I'm excited to be with you today. It's always a thrill that you would take a part of your week and invest it with this program and our ministry. Sometimes it feels like it's been such a long time since we last spoke, when in reality, it's just been a short weekend. We spoke last Friday, but here we are, picking up another week of programs, and I'm excited for this week because I get to reintroduce you to a guest that some of you our faithful listeners might be familiar with, but I'll get to that in just a moment. At Bible Tracks Incorporated, we have a goal. We have a duty. Our mission is to print and distribute gospel literature, gospel tracks around the world for free. We've been doing that for over 80 years to the tune of almost 600 million gospel tracks, 75 plus different languages, 170 plus different countries, and all to God be the glory. But what happens when someone reads one of those gospel tracts. What happens next? If they accept Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, because that is the goal, we want to see people brought to a relationship, a fellowship with Christ. But what next? Do we just let them go on their merry way? No, friend. Our desire is that they get discipled, that they get answers to their questions. We're talking about real Bible answers. And that's why today I've invited Pastor Joe Grimaldi to be on the program. You see, we have two goals this week. Number one, I put out a challenge not long ago to some of our listeners and asked you, I want to hear your Bible questions because today we're going to answer them with real Bible answers. And I'm, I'm so excited for this opportunity. I hope you'll tune in all throughout this week. We have some great questions brought to you by you, our audience. But the second goal of this week is not only to answer your questions, but also to introduce you to a new facet, a new aspect, a concept of our ministry called realbibleanswers.com. You see, our desire is for people to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, but then also have the opportunity to get their questions answered, especially spiritually speaking. And so we're going to talk more about that in just a moment. But before we go any further, I'd like Pastor Grimaldi to introduce himself. Tell us a little bit about your background in ministry and where you are now and how God has been able to use you. All right. Well, it's good to be with you again, Micah. Uh, my name is uh, Pastor Joe Grimaldi, born in the Pittsburgh area and raised there. Uh, my mother uh, was a Christian, that was Sunday morning only Christian, and my father was a lost uh, Catholic man. And as a young man, I received Christ on July 23rd, 1973. A very long story behind that. But uh, very shortly after that, I lived uh, pretty much away from God for a year and was under such conviction about it. I finally went to a Christian camp, first time I'd ever gone to a camp in my life, and uh, sold out to God and decided whatever he wanted me to do, I'd do. Very shortly after that, God called me to preach. Graduated from public school after three years of high school and went off to college Bible College, the youngest person in Bible College when I enrolled, they told me. Finished Bible College. At Bible College, met my wife, Kendra, uh, from Denver, Colorado, and uh, we were married. We were married in 1979, 1981. We had our first child, and I went back to my home church in May of 1981 and started on the staff there as the bus director and youth director, and then eventually uh, became the pastor of that church. I was there 20 years and then God moved us, and we went to Minnesota and started a church from scratch. We're there for 13 years, and then God moved us again, and we came to uh, the Akron, Ohio area to the First Baptist Church of Kenmore, and we've been there now for eight years. And so that's sort of a quick rundown of where, who I am and where I've come from. 
Amen. And let me give our audience a little bit of a clue as to our relationship. I had the opportunity to work. My wife and I, she worked with with some secretarial things and administration, and I uh, wore a few hats as associate pastor and youth and music and things of that nature. But I got to work at the First Baptist Church of Kenmore for a little over five years, and I'm so thankful for the time there. Not only the people that we had a chance to invest in together, but also the fact that that church invested in me and prepared me for the next aspect of ministry, which coincidentally happens to be part of my duties right now, sitting here speaking to you through the outlet of Bible Tract Echoes and as the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated. And I'm so thankful, and I really could speak for a long time on all the lessons learned at the First Baptist Church of Kenmore with Pastor Joe Grimaldi. And so I'm excited for you to be reintroduced, or maybe for some of you new listeners, introduced for the very first time. Now, Pastor, let's start off with this. Now, I, I'm going to throw a curveball at you if I can. I realize you were mentioning, and I, I'd like to give you give the listener a little bit of an insight into maybe why you have the ability to answer these questions. For instance, a man named Kenny from Colorado asked this question, how do you study the Bible? And here's what he follows up with. Do you sit down with a topic to search it out or in personal devotions, if something pops out, do you then look at, into it rather than uh, be in just a singular place reading about a work or a, a situation in the Bible? How exactly do you study the Bible? Because what I'd like to do is give people a little bit of an insight into how exactly you're able to answer these questions. Are you needing to sit down and search out all these answers or to some degree, are you almost able, you're almost have an ability to answer these off the cuff because you've allowed the Bible to, if I could say it this way, permeate you for many, many years. You've been in ministry for a long time, but not every pastor, not every person, not every quote unquote man of God has this ability. And so talk to us a little bit about that, how you've had this opportunity to answer questions like this. Sure. Well, I, I will say this, that Early on as a teenager, I would go uh, into the woods behind our house and uh, sit in different locations with just me and a Bible and read and read and read the Bible. I also have to say that I worked a secular job, and in that job, uh, in the summer while I was working, there was a man there that was studying to be whatever Jehovah's Witnesses called the head of their group, and uh, he pulled me aside one day. He saw I had, a, saw I had a, a New Testament in my back pocket. And he said, are you a Christian? So am I. Let's sit at lunch and study the Bible together. And I said, oh, okay. So at lunch, I sat down and very quickly I found out, okay, this guy doesn't believe like me. But it aggravated me that he had Bible answers for all of his faith and all of his beliefs. And I would sit there and say, I know that can't be right. And I'd go home at night and study. Now, I didn't have a concordance just a little concordance that was in the back of my Bible. I didn't know about other study books. Of course, we didn't have the internet then. And I would just study and study and study the Bible and come back the next day with a verse to, to refute him. And then he would have a verse to refute me, and I'd go and do it all over again. Quite often I say that I learned the Bible from a Jehovah's Witness, but I learned it because of disagreeing with him and proving it. Then the next part of that I would say is that I've been very big on, look, I, I grew up in a church that, that taught and preached some things that I didn't necessarily agree with. I never caused trouble about it or anything like that. But I would read the Bible and say, you know, that doesn't line up for me. Let me figure out what does the Bible say? What do I believe? Went to college, same thing at college. There were some things taught, some ideas they had. I didn't necessarily agree with all of that. And I would study the scriptures to find it. Uh, so that's what got me into, you know, I really believe that the Bible has all the answers. The secret became like a treasure hunt, trying to find it. Where is it? So to answer 
his question maybe a little bit better is, how do I get ideas? How do I study the Bible? Well, first of all, I, I just read the Bible devotionally. I think you should read it devotionally. And so every morning, this morning, at uh, I get up at crazy hours, but early in the morning, like 4.30, I got up and read my devotions for the day. And uh, while I'm hearing it, I heard a word today that I didn't think I remembered hearing before. And so I wrote it down. It jumped out at me. Now that'll become a study for me. So sometimes just devotionally reading the Bible, a word, an idea, a phrase, a thought comes to me, something jumps off the page, and then I start to study it. Uh, Sometimes I study a person, a character. Sometimes I study a word. Sometimes I study an idea. Uh, I like to see where that word was first mentioned in the Bible. Where is that character first mentioned? Where did he come from? What's the context? Every time I find an idea or a word, I want to read the whole context of that passage so that I don't take it out of its context. And that sort of morphs all of these things. You know, Isaiah chapter 28, verse 10 says, For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. And so I try to make sure I cross-reference the Scriptures because you don't want to build a doctrine or an idea from one passage in the Bible. If that's true, you're going to find it many, many places in the Bible. You're going to find it's consistent. The Bible's like a giant jigsaw puzzle. You can't pull one piece out and examine it by itself. You've got to put it into the context of the whole Bible, and when it fits perfectly, you know that's the truth. So that's just kind of a short version of what I do uh, when I study the Bible. Amen. That's phenomenal. And for Kenny from Colorado, I want to thank you for that question. I think you had another one that we'll probably get to later in the week. But but to all of you that submitted questions, I want to thank you so much for taking the time and for being willing to put yourself out there to have a question. Of course, we're not going to uh, publicly mention all of your names and things, but there are so many questions and we're excited to get to so many of them this week. Uh, Practically, if you would, expound just a little bit more on Bible study. For those maybe They've never devotionally read their Bible before in their life. They have no concept of this. They know it sounds like a good idea. They know it sounds like something they should do. But if you were advising someone, now, would you say that everybody should wake up at 4.30 in the morning and read their Bible? Or would you give us some practical thoughts on how to do that? Sure. No, I'm, uh, I'm just a person that can't sleep well. And uh, I always say that if you call me at 9 o'clock at night, I'm not going to answer the phone. But if you call me at 5 o'clock in the morning, I will. <laughs> Uh, people say, how do you get up at 4 o'clock in the morning? You go to bed at 8 o'clock at night. Uh, but that's just me. And I like to start the morning. So first of all, I would say start the morning off reading the scriptures so that you start the day on the right foot. Now, some people aren't morning people. They they drag in the morning. They struggle. They're not very alert. Okay, if that's your case, then maybe you should read it in the evening before you go to bed as opposed to in the morning. Now, I'm a morning person. Uh, I'm not an evening person. So read it when you're you're the freshest. Second thing is, especially if you're new to it, find a program that can work for you. Um, there's a Through the Bible. Uh, you can go online. Um, maybe even uh, Bible Tracks Inc. has something that has a Bible reading schedule uh, that you can follow. If you're new to it, maybe you don't want to bite off more than you can chew. Look, it's better that you read a small amount and be able to do it every day than to read a, read a large amount and get discouraged and quit. Absolutely. You're exactly right. And finding out what works for you is exactly the the, the emphasis that you were placing right there. And so the opportunity that we have to commune with the God of all eternity through his revealed word to us through the word of God, that's a privilege that we should not take lightly. Realize that there are parts of the world that don't have 
any portion of scripture in their language, and yet we take it so flippantly, the opportunity that we have to mine out God's word. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, very soon, going to close today's broadcast, but we're going to pick up tomorrow with some more of your questions. In reality, we only got to one question today. Maybe tomorrow we'll get to two or three, maybe even your questions. Now, if you have a question, maybe you'd like access to a Bible reading schedule. Maybe you'd like more information about what, what we're talking about. Maybe you'd like to hear more about realbibleanswers.com, I'd suggest and ask you to text me, 309-316-7240. Again, that number is 309-316-7240. To date, I have answered every single text message that has come in through that medium. And so if you would, get in contact with me. If you would, also visit BibleTracksInc.org. That's where you can access and get for free our materials, Bible tracks for free around the world. Make sure you tune in tomorrow to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. We'll have Pastor Joe Grimaldi back with us. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 68 That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.